0: Hey there, I'm your host TG Brandfold, and you are listening to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast where we try to bring you actionable information and normalize cannabis through the stories of entrepreneurs, activists, and industry stakeholders. Today I'm joined by Stacy Mulvey, she's the founder of Mara Waswana, which offers hemp and cannabis-infused yoga classes in Denver, Colorado, Washington, D.C., Boston, Massachusetts, Portland, Oregon; Seattle, Washington; Anchorage, Alaska, and the fabulous Las Vegas. How are you doing this <laughs> morning, Stacey? I'm
1: doing well, TJ. And it's actually it's Meriwether, but you're not. The uh, only I, I knew I botched. Yeah, you're not the only person that has that uh, that tr- issue. So I'm happy to correct. <laughs> correct
0: so, so, so aside from me botching, you know the, the name of your company. <laughs> to, 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 tell tell me about yourself. You know, first of all, how'd you end up? you know, founding this, this company. And what's your background with yoga?
1: So I have, um, I have a background in teaching movement through Pilates and yoga for the past five years. I actually came to teaching mindful movements after working in it for a long time and just working in various corporate jobs and realizing that I hated, first of all, I hated my job, but realizing I did, I wasn't being that I really, uh, needed to pay more attention to my body. And then once I was, I was a lot happier and more, um, just a healthier human (laughs) in general. And at a certain point decided like, you know what I would, uh, I'm tired of buying into the notion that in order to be happy and successful, you have to just throw your life away in this mindless corporate job and do what you don't like just so you can earn money. And I said, okay, I'm going to be a teacher of this practice that I've discovered. um, that's really benefiting me. So I went into training to be a Pilates teacher and it was amazing. And that just kind of set me off on this path of taking trainings in Pilates and yoga, um, pole dance, and and another mindful movement, and um, realizing that this was, you know, really my passion, and I felt like it was my calling. And um, the whole time, you know, prior to my teacher training, you know, during my Career, if you will, as an IT professional. I had always been a, a cannabis consumer. It was just, you know, like part of my identity almost. But it was, of course, it was a hidden identity. It was like my my true identity that my friends knew, but it wasn't something that I put out in the world, if you will. It was like, oh, I just do this in the shadows, like when I'm off of work with the people that really know me, know that I really enjoy cannabis and um, being in Colorado as as marijuana, as cannabis legalized there and starting to work within the cannabis industry simultaneously, like I, as a a Pilates teacher, you're really your, your, your own boss. You know, you're working for yourself. You're getting your own clients. You're working at different studios, um, so my jobs most of the time were part-time in different locations. You know, it's like, okay, work out of this studio Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I work at this other studio Mondays and Thursdays, and in the meantime I was doing social media and marketing for um a couple of companies within the cannabis industry. And it became after a while, you know, I don't I couldn't say exactly when it hit, but it was like, you know, this is this is something that I should just start to do as a business, you know, like I should start to combine these two things and, um, and start putting it out there. And it's, you know, it's kind of scary at first because there's the professional reputation that you have, you're sort of putting on the line as like, Hey, I, I have this reputation that I've built up as a teacher. Um, and here's, you know, here's my credibility and here's my resume, if you will. And what I'm going to do is also add to the end of this resume, like at the end of my name, like cannabis entrepreneur, gondrepreneur, um, and just stepping out and doing that. Um, it took a little bit of, you know, kicking around in my brain and kind of kicking around with like, okay, am I really, really ready to do this? And like, kind of put this idea out there. Um, but once I did it, I, it, was really happy that I did and it, it really seemed to, it was really well received. I'll just say that. So,
0: so when did you decide to use cannabis and hemp in your yoga classes? And and if you could describe to me kind of, uh, you know, what you started with and and what you're using now.
1: Um, sure. So as far as, The classes, I mean, when I decided to use them in my classes, it was once I started as once I started in when I said, okay, not only will I just do it within my own practice, because that's really where it started was me myself realizing like in my own practice that cannabis and hemp made a huge difference in my experience when I did Pilates and yoga. Um, and I, because my, identity as a teacher, as someone who wants to teach others how to improve their experience in their own body. Um, for a long time, I had that knowledge, if you will, that, okay, I I know that this will make a difference because it makes a difference for me. And I would love to impart this to other people. I never did it within the professional space because it just wasn't, I mean, it just wasn't appropriate. It wasn't acceptable to say like, Hey, you know, what you should really do is start, you know, maybe looking into some CBD oil or hell, you know, just start getting high before you come into this lesson, because it would really make a difference, you know? Um, Like you just don't do that. Um, So it was really like about a year and a half ago that I started becoming more confident in, in revealing to my clients that I was in the cannabis industry. And once they would, you know, once it was, it was always kind of like in hushed tones, like, okay, I, Oh, I, this is my other job. I, I work in the cannabis industry. And the ones that were like, Oh, you know, you know, it's like this little kind of flag that you're like sort of waving, like your freak flag a little bit. Like, Hey, I, uh, you know, like I'm into this. And then they would say, Hey, you know, yeah, I, you know, we start to share some sort of conversation like, Oh yeah, my husband and I went to a dispensary and, um, and then we'd feel more inclined to start speaking with each other and, you know, and start being more open. Um, once that started, I I started realizing like, okay, there a lot of my clients are in this space and would probably be receptive to something like this. Um, and I'm going to start teaching classes. I, I, it was really important to me that CBD be the focus of what I taught and that it would, that I brought out into the world because everybody has access to CBD, whether or not they realize that it's legal right now. Um, Everybody has access to it, but not everybody has legal access to cannabis containing THC. So I didn't want to, uh, neglect people in other States or in other markets that felt like, well, that's not really for me. Then if you guys are just going to get high and do yoga, um, you know, (laughs) like I can't do that in Nebraska, you know, um, So I wanted to focus on CBD because it besides the legality of it it really is a, a crucial cannabinoid for everybody for humanity right for wellness and for me it's it's a, it's m- about more than just getting high and I don't mean you know just getting high that's you know I don't mean to degrade that but including phytocannabinoids in our like daily consumption is extremely important to me because I feel like our bodies have been basically starved due to prohibition. We've been kept away from a really essential part of our uh, nutrition in phytocannabinoids and hemp... provides (laughs) Provides <laughs> um, CBD and and you know the the whole gamut of cannabinoids besides THC, and um, it was it was really important to me that people became aware of that and that my company brought awareness to that.
0: So, how do you use the the CBD in those classes? Like, do you, do you use a tincture? Do you use a rub? We use an
1: oil. We use an oil um, that we just ingest prior to doing yoga, and then I also serve tea, hemp seed tea. the The CBD that you're getting from the tea is is pretty minimal. You're not getting like a a dose of CBD, but it's it's another method for well, it serves two purposes. It's that you're receiving CBD in whatever form, you know, it's like a minimal dose, um, or like a trace amount. And then it also serves as, as a social lubricant, if you will, that we get to get, we get to, we're, we're taking tea. We're there's a tea bar, we're drinking tea together. We're starting to kind of get to know each other a little bit. Um, it breaks the ice. And it's a chance for some education to take place. Like people can ask questions and we can get checked in and settled. Um, Most yoga classes you get, you know, you get checked in at a front desk and then you go into your studio, you set up your mat and then everybody sits there looking straight ahead at themselves in the mirror (laughs) until the teacher comes in and starts to teach the class. So the, with marawasana and the tea bar and and the chance to, um, you know, have a me a little more informal, there's this opportunity for people to get to know each other and or feel at least a little more like it's a community. Like even if they're at that that first part not very inclined to speak to each other, they feel inclined to speak to me a little bit, and then you know it kind of takes down the barriers of like this is really weird. Like I, what's this class going to be like, you know, uh, we're just going to get high and, um, and what, like, and then we're going to do what, like, (laughs) how's this going to go down? Um, but yeah, at the beginning of class, we'll, we'll drink some, drink some tea, take some oil. And then at that point too, that's when I start letting people know like, Hey, if you brought cannabis, like you're welcome to start consuming. I have some that I'll share with you, you know, or if anybody wants to share, you're welcome to, and so that's when everybody starts to, you know, consume whatever they choose to. There are some people that do not actually consume cannabis that gets you high. They, they'll, they'll just take the oil and the tea and, the, and that's it. So um,
0: This sounds like a lot of fun. It is so
1: much fun. It really is. <laughs> it really is. And that's something, you know, I'm kind of um, I'm poking at, but I haven't explicitly said yet, but what is really fun about it besides the physical activity is the community aspect. And that's really important to me that, that people do feel like they're coming together in community because we don't have that opportunity as cannabis consumers. You know, we don't have this venue where we can get together and be like, Hey, I smoke weed too. And here's what I use it for. I like some people are just like, I just do it for fun. But the vast majority of people that I talk to that come to class have a reason beyond, you know, the, the fun recreational aspect, like they're there, they, they do it for some level of pain that they're experiencing, whether it's emotional or physical you know, or they they found some way that it helps them in their life and a wellness aspect. And so they consume cannabis. And which is usually what brings them out to a yoga class as well, like the wellness aspect, but it's like, okay, now that we're here, we can kind of get to know each other and realize that we really are a community. And that there's not like one specific type of person that's in this class where like, we're very different. There's a lot of diversity. and we can get to know each other. like, you guys all like, I'm the only one that's usually not (laughs) the local, but it's like, look around the room and realize that all these people live here and you guys are all part of the same city and you're all cannabis consumers. Like, did you know that, you know? Um, And I've seen friendships begin from my classes where people start to talk and realize, you know, like we should be friends or we should network. <laughs> and I love to see that because that's really important to me, the, the community aspect. Um, so,
0: so I want, I want to dig in with you about some of this, the, the social use aspect of, uh, yoga and cannabis. But before we do that, I got to take a break. This is the entrepreneur.com podcast. I'm TG Brandfold.
2: If you are looking for a job in the rapidly growing and highly competitive cannabis industry, Gondrepreneur.com is the place to look. Visit the Gondrepreneur Job Board today to browse current openings with cannabis companies throughout the United States, from entry-level bud tender positions to executive-level career opportunities. You can also create a profile and upload your resume to be discovered by cannabis recruiters. Visit our job board at jobs.gondrepreneur.com to create your profile today. If you are a business owner, you can post your job openings for as little as $25 on our job board to reach the largest and most engaged audience of cannabis professionals on the web. Companies who are listed in the Gondrepreneur business directory are eligible for free job listings. If you are already signed up, contact us today via the website or send us an email at grow at to activate your unique coupon.
0: Hey, welcome back to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. I'm your host, TG Brandfall, here with Stacey Mulvey, founder of Marawasana. <laughs> did, did I get that right?
1: Marawasana.
0: Marawasana. Yeah. I have it written down phonetically three different <laughs> ways, apparently. Um, and and she, you know, goes around the country and teaches cannabis uh, and utilizes cannabis and hemp in yoga classes. Um so before the break, you were talking about the the you know, how in addition to the physical wellness, there's also the opportunity for people who attend your classes to meet each other, network, and, and get to know each other. Whenever I, you know, write about social use policy, you know, the, the Denver, uh, there's a lot of talk about it happening in Maine, in Massachusetts, in Alaska. Um, yoga classes are really always mentioned as potential social use licensees. You know, they talk about having cannabis clubs, but ultimately, you always get, you know, yoga studios would. would would be able to get these licenses. You know, why is, why do you think this is, why do you think that they specifically talk about yoga classes?
1: Yeah, I find that really interesting too, that that gets brought up as an example. I, I don't, part of me thinks it might be because th- they know that the yoga classes are happening. And so they're sort of primed for that, <laughs> that they're like, oh yeah, you know, yoga studios. But also I think it's because it's a great model of a business where people do gather that is not necessarily a bar, you know, it's not a, a movie theater or, you know, like any other type of communal space that I'm trying to think of. It's a way, it's a, it's a business where people do gather and, you know, partake in an activity that where cannabis works really well. And it's obviously, I believe that it's beyond just the community aspect where it's like, Oh yeah, it just, you know, it fits really well on top of that, like the social use license, it's the yoga itself and the activity that you're taking, that you're partaking in when you're, you know, when you're going to yoga, it, it works so well with cannabis. It's, um, you know, like I've said, it's like, it's like the chocolate and peanut butter of, <laughs> of, you know, of wellness. It just cannabis and yoga really do um, work together because it's this mind body experience that you're, you know, you're moving your body in this mindful way and cannabis is just Meant to be with yoga. <laughs> uh, so,
0: what states? What states? You know, you 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 do this in, you know, in in Colorado and DC and Massachusetts and Oregon and Alaska and Nevada. What states are you seeing the most interest in your classes? And and who's coming? You know, like what age groups? Like, uh,
1: by far, I've seen the most interest in Massachusetts. And, um, I mean, something about the Boston community, they just took to it immediately. It just, it was like this complete resonance in Boston. And, um, what's so cool is there's not one specific type of person. And I love that I've seen all age groups. I've seen all, um, you know, colors of people. So people of color, you know, white, black, brown, um, what have you also, you know, students, I've seen, you know, career professionals I've seen. Um, I don't know, just, you know, like, and, and not just like a specific career either. I mean, really just all types of people end up showing up and, um, And it's beautiful to see, like I was saying before, that's when people start to kind of get to know each other, you know, and it's not a it's not a thing where we're going to hang out after the class. It's it's pretty brief, but it does it does make a difference for people to see that it's the, like, Hey, I saw someone who wasn't exactly like me in this class and we were together. Like we, you know, we went through this experience together and we gained the same benefit. We had the same idea about cannabis and yoga and yet we're different people. Um, And I think that might be too why, you see that in connection with social use. It might just be this unconscious thing that people are realizing, you know, like everybody can do yoga and it's this emerging sector in the wellness industry. I mean, it's not, well, yoga has been around for a long time, but it's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, And they're, you know, they're realizing like cannabis just fits really well onto that. It's something that, um, you know, brings people together and everybody tends to kind of go for it. Um, so it's, and it's an experience that, you know, that really can foster a lot of community and an education and, um, and it does just feed into wellness, which is something that cannabis, I feel like there, there's this wave that's happening already but there's still there's still a lot of momentum behind it for cannabis to transition from being something that yeah we're legislating it and we're considering it as something as a substance that people just use to you know they they're altering their consciousness but they're not thinking of it as altering their consciousness they're thinking of it as like getting mindless almost um and i've gotten that criticism from somebody before where they're like oh you know, yoga is not about being mindless because they think of cannabis as like, you know, drinking like a six pack of beer or something. It's like you're just using it to to kill your brain cells. Um, and there anyone who would say that obviously doesn't they probably don't use cannabis or they did once and they had a bad experience, you know. Um, but there's this wave with cannabis where it's it, it really is about wellness. And it's about altering consciousness, but not in a, in a suppressing way in this very expansive way. And I think the more that we start to speak to that as a cannabis industry, and, you know, we, we're kind of stuck in a spot where we do have to say, like, it's just as in quotes, like harmful as alcohol, right? Like, it's not more harmful. We have to bring that out into the world and and use that to legalize it but it's not that it's harmful it's that it's actually very beneficial so that's like the second piece that it's like we can't you know use that as our argument to as far as legalization but once the legalization is there i think we really do need to start speaking to it as like it's It actually is good for you. <laughs> it's not that it's harmful it's it can be very very good for you and promote health and promote wellness
0: so i've I've also interviewed uh a couple of you know the the founder of the four twenty games on this show and and talked to quite a few people about you know sort of the role that that cannabis could play in a workout regimen either either you know in the cooling down process as a as a tool to help help the body heal um you know in your experience as somebody who's who's you know worked in in this this health and wellness industry for a long time you know what might be some other wellness sectors that could draw on cannabis as a tool you know holistically or as as a i don't want to say performance enhancer but but as something to to help with physical activity, workouts, that sort of thing?
1: Um, well, I've started to think of it. Yes, there's the, the physiological aspects, and um, is it Jim McAlpine?
2: The, yes. Yeah, so yep. Jim –
1: there, there are a couple of other experts in the field that really do speak to the physiolog, ph- sorry, physiological aspects that it helps with recovery, right? It helps with um, endurance and that type of thing, and it, that, and all of that is true. Um, my interest comes from the mind body aspect because i'm the <laughs> the woo woo chick of like pilates and yoga <laughs> where i really i mean i really do see it from a secular point of view but at the same time i'm like no the mind body experience that's my spirituality and i'm not trying to put anything like higher on it other than like being in touch with your own body and your experience within your own body is one of the most like profound experiences you can have in your own consciousness but um so that aside
0: it's it's sort of interesting to me that you got a guy like ricky williams who you know is a big time nfl football player who uses both yoga and cannabis post football career as a wellness tool i mean so there's to your point there is there's got to be a connection there
1: and there really is like you your somatic experience and that that's the type of movement that I like to focus on is what it feels like within your own body. So a lot of exercises taught from this vantage point of almost like from this external vantage, like what, what does it look like from the outside? Are your legs in the right spot? Like, are you mirroring whatever you're being told to do with your body, and you're kind of seeing yourself from the outside. Um, The somatic experience is what you feel within your own structure. So like, what, what is your experience as you move? Like, what does it feel like as you're moving your hips, or when you're positioning your body in such a way, and then when you're moving into this other position, it's taking that that reference point from being external to internal and there's there's an intrinsic value with that it's it's extremely um moving <laughs> uh, for for an individual to experience and it, once you get into it and you start to experience it from the inside versus the outside it becomes almost addictive it 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 becomes its own motivator it's like i want to keep experiencing that and cannabis helps you kind of switch from that external viewpoint to your internal viewpoint i believe in my and in my own experience and i feel like i've i've been able to facilitate other people getting that experience. Um, So yeah, like an athlete like Ricky Williams, I don't know, I haven't spoken to him, but I would bet if we did speak to him about that and say, Hey, what was it like when you were doing football? And, you know, when you were a professional athlete, you know, did cannabis help you sort of... be able to transition from like, Hey, this is me like doing stuff. And like, I'm doing stuff from the outside. Like, did you notice that you were able to internalize what you were doing with your own body? Once you started incorporating cannabis and, you know, really contemplating what, what you were actually doing with your own body and, and it's, you know, and that you inhabit that body and like, Oh my God, isn't that crazy? (laughs) You know, it's like this whole philosophical, um, thing, but to answer your question, you were saying like what other what other aspects of wellness could cannabis facilitate? Um, because I see it as a mind-body experience and mind-body tool, um, I feel like beyond the the physical health, there's also a lot of aspects of um of holistic health that um, the cannabis could help in terms of community. Wellness, so things like um, things like creative pursuits, <laughs> things like painting and creative writing, um, those are other other events that I put on that aren't necessarily related to yoga, but I see the the correlation because again, like it's cannabis kind of working with helping you make different associations. Um, so different associations with like parts of your body when you're moving your body, but also different associations in a creative way. So, you know, being able to like open yourself up to painting and to writing. Um, and so, you know, I feel like any sort of therapeutic endeavor, like art therapy or, you know, like uh, group therapy (laughs) and I'm not a therapist. So I don't, I don't know how that would work in terms of like, you know, administering cannabis (laughs) to a group, but you know, just getting people together and actually talking. Like I've, I've conducted these writing classes that it's, you know, weirdly enough, it turns into like a group therapy session because people are, um, you know, they just start to want to talk. Like people just want to start to open up. And connect with each other and, and connect with themselves. Um, so you know, there's there's that with like group therapy and maybe work with the elderly and work with social groups um that I feel like cannabis could could really help. So
0: So I wanna to talk to you a bit deeper about education, but before we do that, we gotta take a break. This is the entrepreneur.com podcast and TG Brandfall.
2: At Gontrepreneur, we have heard from dozens of cannabis business owners who have encountered the issue of cannabis bias, which is when a mainstream business, whether a landlord, bank, or some other provider of vital business services, refuses to do business with them simply because of their association with cannabis. We have even heard stories of businesses being unable to provide health and life insurance for their employees because the insurance providers were too afraid to work with them. We believe that this fear is totally unreasonable and that cannabis business owners deserve access to the same services and resources that other businesses are afforded, that they should be able to hire consultation to help them follow the letter of the law in their business endeavors, and that they should be able to provide employee benefits without needing to compromise on the quality of coverage they can offer. This is why we created the Gondrepreneur.com business service directory, a resource for cannabis professionals to find and connect with service providers who are cannabis friendly and who are actively seeking cannabis industry clients. If you are considering hiring a business consultant, lawyer, accountant, web designer, or any other ancillary service for your business, go to gontrepreneur.com businesses to browse hundreds of agencies, firms, and organizations who support cannabis legalization and who want to help you grow your business. With so many options to choose from in each service category, you will be able to browse company profiles and do research on multiple companies in advance so you can find the provider who is the best fit for your particular need. Our business service directory is intended to be a useful and well-maintained resource, which is why we individually vet each listing that is submitted. If you are a business service provider who wants to work with cannabis clients, you may be a good fit for our service directory. Go to gondrepreneur.com businesses to create your profile and start connecting with cannabis entrepreneurs today.
0: Hey, welcome back to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast, I'm your host T.G. Brandfall, here with Stacey Mulvey, founder of Mara Wasana.
1: Yay! You did it!
0: <laughs> I did it. Um, <laughs> which, which offers have been cannabis infused yoga classes uh, throughout the country. Um, e- even Alaska, which you know I haven't talked to a lot of people who actually have gone there yet. Um, <laughs> So what I want to talk to you about now is is how much education is involved in your business. And and do you you tend to interact with many skeptics who come to these classes?
1: Um, I'll answer the second part first. No, not a lot of skeptics come to my classes. If they're skeptical, they tend to just not come. The skeptics that I've encountered usually are on social media. And there's usually some little comment somewhere like either on Twitter or in a <laughs> you know like in a post somewhere so um, so yeah there aren't a lot of skeptics that actually confront me I sort of wish that there were in a way I would really love to speak with them you know in a, in a, a healthy adult way just because there there's so much that I would like to say and to answer um, and also you know, their skepticism is valid. Like everybody's viewpoint is valid. and um, whether or not I agree with it, it would just, it would be nice to see like, well, why do you think that, you know, why are you skeptical? Because that's, you know, that's out there. Um, but as far as education in the class, I Try to keep it light because people are there to move their bodies. And so the last thing you want to do is hear somebody talk at you, you know, for an extended period of time. And I try to, you know, sort of sprinkle as we're moving like, hey, this is, you know, this is why um, you'll feel better after class because cannabis increases your circulation. And what we're doing, the activity that we're doing is is is. You know, feeding blood to various tissues in your body that may not be receiving, you know, great, great circulation. So the fact that you're getting more circulation, it'll, it'll increase the soreness, but the cannabis will help alleviate that and that type of thing. Um, so I try to keep it, I try to layer it into the class um, as far as education. So you, people do receive a Bit And then I hope, my hope is that if that they get curious with that, if they're like, hey, I didn't know that, you know, whatever she was talking about, that they'll, it'll, in, you know, prompt some curiosity where they'll want to either ask me more, or maybe they'll investigate on their own. Um, but it is important to me that I'm bringing some sort of education to every class, because it is, like I've said many times already, it's, it is about more to me, it's about more than just Like we're just going to get high and do yoga. And yeah, that is awesome. And I, that's what I do a lot, but it's, 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 I'd like to elevate it past that, (laughs) you know, past that mindset. It's like, yeah, just getting high and doing yoga. It's, it it is quite a bit actually. And there's a, there's a lot to that, that, that we should, you know, start bringing our awareness to. So
0: So finally, what, what advice would you have for other entrepreneurs? You know, maybe not necessarily entrepreneurs looking to enter the cannabis space, but maybe those listening who you know might be considering more on the wellness side. You know, you have a very interesting uh, business model, and, and you travel around a lot. You know, meeting people who might you know end up considering doing something similar to to what you're doing. So, so what's your advice for entrepreneurs? <laughs>
1: Um, That's a good question. I think. Well, I liked how you segmented it to to those interested in the wellness aspect. The advice I would have for them is to arm yourself with information. Get as much information as you can about the science and yeah, I guess just about the science with cannabis and also in movement. So, um, or, you know, whatever wellness activity you're, you're doing, I I say wellness or I say movement because that's my focus, but never stop learning and arming yourself with information on, on, um, the importance of both of those and like what those are even, um, I something that I've noticed with other movement teachers, especially in yoga, and you know this might get me in trouble, but often with yoga teachers, you know they take a, a brief teacher training program, and then that's almost it. And I've been in yoga classes where they're, you know, they're I can tell that their understanding of anatomy and movement is is lacking because they 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 only went so far in memorizing, you know, like a, a sequence of, of yoga poses and then they were kind of done. Um, so to keep educating yourself, keep, keep getting training, keep finding more information, doing your own research, doing your own work, because we really need to, we need to have a unified front on, on the, the factual basis of the wellness aspect of cannabis, that it's not just a, like a frou frou thing that we're just kind of making up. And like Jeff Sessions was saying that it's overhyped. The, the medicinal properties of cannabis were overhyped. I think that's an exact quote and it's not <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like Jeff, if you're listening, it is not overhyped. It, it is absolutely true. And unfortunately, If
0: Jeff Sessions is listening yeah. to this, the, the world is literally coming to its end. Well,
1: someone write him a letter. I'll write him a letter and say, this is what I said to you, damn it. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not overhyped. And it needs to be more than just like, well, you know, unfortunately, like anecdotal and like firsthand experience isn't good enough for those that are going to be skeptical. So we need to continually provide them with information beyond like the research that they won't allow to happen. And, you know, keep, keep doing our own research and keep making our own case that this is the, the cannabis is an integral part of wellness. And that is an integral part of cannabis. It's not just the recreational, like, let's get fucked up side. So, um, so that would be my advice. (laughs)
0: So and and finally, where can people keep track of you? Keep track of your classes. Get to know more about the marijuana, marijuana,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <We>, uh, <laughs> On my website, marijuana.com, and just to kind of speak really quick, if you don't mind, TJ. So the marijuana and asana are where the name come from. So marijuana, obviously, we know what marijuana is. Asana is the Sanskrit word for pose in yoga. And so all yoga poses end with asana. And so that's where the name for my company came from is just marijuana and asana. And I just kind of put the two words together. So it's mariwasana. That's M a R I J U a S a N a.com. Um, and it's the same, that handle works through all the social media channels. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Marwasana. And then so if you go to my website or social media, I've got the list of events that I've got coming up and I've got some coming up in Portland, also in Oakland in February and then I'm going to be back in Boston in March. So
0: Well, this has been super lovely a uh, conversation. Uh you you you've been super patient with me botching your company <laughs> name several times. I really appreciate it. Oh, my, my impediment <laughs> just, does not allow me to say that word apparently. Um, and, and not the only you one. know, <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel better. Uh, you know, congratulations on your success this far, and and traveling as much as you do, and and bringing, um, you know, this practice and and bringing these two things together to people who can, you know, really benefit bit from, uh, you know, what you do. You. Uh, so so thanks for thanks for your time. It's been really lovely. Thank you
1: so much. Yeah, it was. It's been great to talk to you, and thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: You can find more episodes of the Gontrepreneur.com podcast in the podcast section of Gontrepreneur.com and in the Apple iTunes store. On the Gontrepreneur.com website, you'll find the latest cannabis news and cannabis jobs updated daily along with transcripts of this podcast. You can also download the Gontrepreneur.com app in iTunes and Google Play. This episode was engineered by Trim Media House. I've been your host, TG Brantfault.